Thanks for coming, everyone. Welcome to the Honda AV Toronto. Thanks for joining us for this special press conference today. I'm Todd Lewis. I'm happy to be the moderator. We're here to provide you a little bit of information about the first step in what's a very bold venture with Honda, Aero Electronics, and of course, Robert Wickens. Joining us today is Ted Klaus. He's the president of Honda Performance Development. Mike Long is the chairman, president, and CEO of Aero Electronics, and the man whose suggestion got things moving, Robert Wickens. For those that aren't fully aware of Robert's story and how we arrived here, I'm going to give a little bit of background. In March of 2018, Robert Wickens burst onto the IndyCar scene in St. Petersburg at the first race of the year, his first ever IndyCar race. He snagged pole position and came within inches of being a first-time winner in his first event. As the season moved along, he scored a runner-up finish at Phoenix, a total of four podiums, including a third-place result here at his home race in Toronto. His warm smile, sense of humor, genuine personality, it all quickly made him a fan favorite. He was just as popular within the driver ranks as the rest of the IndyCar family. Last August, at Pocono, Robert was involved in a harrowing crash and sustained serious injuries. They included a neck fracture, fractures in both legs, fractures in both hands, fractured forearm, fractured elbow, fractured ribs, pulmonary contusion, along with a thoracic spinal fracture and spinal cord injury. His road to recovery was sure to be long and very uncertain, yet his determination to get better was as strong as his desire to race and win. Robert, with support from his fiancée, Carly, the rest of his family began to share the story of his recovery. That meant sharing openly both good days and difficult ones. There were moments of joy and elation, standing, taking a few assisted steps. The video of Robert standing and hugging Carly for the first time in six months after the crash was emotional for all of us that saw it. Robert's recovery is not linear. And despite the obstacles, the long days of therapy, difficult days where it would be easy to say, I'm not going to do this today, his spirit, his motivation remains strong. This weekend marks another step in the road to recovery. Prior to the green flag on Sunday's Honda Indy, Robert Wickens, with fiance Carly beside him in the passenger seat, will drive a modified Aero Acura NSX in the parade laps. Robert? Welcome back to Toronto. I speak for so many when I say how excited we are to see you, to see you back in a car. Can you just first of all express for us what uh, this moment means to you and how significant it is? Uh, wow, that was some of the nicest words anyone's ever said about me. So <laughs> that was uh, that was something. Good job. No, it, it's amazing. I mean, I, I was able to get a couple practice laps in yesterday, and uh, it um, it put a, put a huge smile on my face. You know, just to think um, how fortunate I am one to have such great partners around me. You know, to to make this happen. You know, racing's my dream. It's my passion. It's all I want to do. And uh, you know, to have a company like Arrow to be so hands on building the hand controls, and then a company like. Uh, like Honda that somehow trusts me with a very expensive car is, um, I still don't know why, but um, I actually bent a wheel already. So <laughs> there's, 
Bend all you want, we'll make more. <laughs> I'm notoriously hard on equipment. I tell everyone that when they when I start working with them. But it's just been uh, just been a whirlwind, you know. I, when it's been a big eye opener for me, this whole injury. I have a whole new perspective on life, which uh, I guess there's there's good to take away from that. But the biggest thing for me is when I was in rehab every single day. It was the support that I had from my racing partners, from my family, from from Carly, from all the fans, from everyone that kind of was getting me there to, to the gym the next day. And I was always, when I was at rehab, I was just, you know, patient 31,265. But, you know, and then you get to become friends with these patients and you see hear their story. And then, like, I get back to uh, to my place at the end of the day and I kind of think, like, man, I'm so lucky that I have such great support everywhere. And if I'm having a bad day, I just, like all my fans can just come and pick me up where everyone else can easily get into this big spiral and, and get into some depression and everything. And it's been, uh, it's just been quite the ride. And uh, we're not even one year in of what's going to be a very long recovery. But hopefully I can keep on driving because I think that's the, the best therapy I can have. And I'm a little bit concerned by uh, how eager I am to get back in the car especially after driving yesterday because, uh, yeah, I mean, I was always having this, you know, it's kind of like the angel and the devil on each shoulder because once I get back into racing full-time, the rehab's almost going to be sidelined and I need to figure out at what point am I okay to start driving again and almost give up on, on rehabbing. So with, uh, that's going to be a, that's a future problem. So right now we can just... We can just focus on this event and how uh, how fun it's going to be. We're all looking forward to that come uh, Sunday. Uh, we want to hear from the other men on the stage as well. Ted Klaus from Honda Racing HPD. First of all, Ted, this is um, the Honda Power of Dreams kind of a dream realized. I think. Yeah, it's. I mean, how can you not be inspired by someone who takes life uh, in big bites and little bites and always looks at the glass half full, not half empty. And so, uh, you know, our founder, Mr. Honda, even though I never met him, he kind of still speaks to me. And, and I work for Honda from kind of a spiritual, passionate viewpoint. And I think that's how Robbie and those that support him live their lives. And certainly that's how Arrow looks at the future. So it was really easy for us to say, oh, yeah, how do we... Uh, it's not about the car. It's about the people who drive the car. You know, it's not about technology. It's about how technology serves people and allows people to live their best life and their best self. And we just want to support those people that approach life with such kind of zest and positive attitude. And I was just inspired. We met at St. Pete. I hadn't even started my new role. And, uh, we met and you shared your dream and I said, well, let's just be a small part of that. And then we reached across to Amazing Arrow and Schmidt-Peterson and we quickly said, yes, how can we make this work? So uh, just happy to be a, a small part of this. Thank you, Ted. Mike Long from Arrow as well. You have played an instrumental role in this. What is it about your association with Robert? What is it about him that makes this an extra special project? Well, I think, uh, first off, the, uh, the important thing that we see in Robert is passion. We saw it from the day he showed up uh, to drive cars for us. 
uh, his desire, his determination was all well-founded. Uh, he was winning races, and, and sometimes you have these unfortunate turns that, that life takes. And Robert had one in a race, and it, it set him back. Well, we happened to be in Denver, Colorado, and that's where Robert was recovering, and he approached his recovery with the exact same determination that we saw when he was in the, in the race car. And now we've seen him be able to do more and more and more. And when he brought up the idea of getting back in a car, I know uh, Ted and I were like, yeah, let's just get it done. To give you an idea about how fast we got it done, we got the car and about two weeks later we had it on the road and Robert wrecked it yesterday. So <laughs> there was a, uh, an interesting uh, piece of this that I think everybody in the world was wondering is, will Robert go fast again? I will tell you, I don't think there's any question. Uh, we wanted to start this now with Robert so we can be a part of his rehab together with, with our friends at Honda and uh, get Robbie back to racing because that's what he wants. And we're going to be there to support that effort all the way. A little bit of the technical detail about the specially equipped Aero Acura that Robert's going to driving. This is, as mentioned, it's expected to be phase one. There is a kit that controls the throttle and acceleration with a ring on the steering wheel and software. The brake is a mechanical handbrake for the driver's right hand. There's no clutch, transmission modification. Rob is going to shift using paddles on the steering wheel. Arrow has also updated brakes, tires, racing seat belts, and the goal is to make Robert competitive once again. This is sort of the brief synopsis of where we are at this point. Now there's going to be lots of questions. We're going to take a few minutes and we'll take your questions. We have microphone runners who are around us in the room. If you have a question, please raise your hand, wait for the microphone, state your affiliation, and, and ask your question. So if we can run microphones over to Bruce is here. Bruce Martin, NBCSports.com. Robert, for a lot of us who are uh, car people, driving a car itself is liberating. How liberating was the experience? And then I have a follow-up to that. Yeah, I think the, uh, the most liberating part was, um, you know, when <laughs> as soon as I got into the car, I got strapped in and, like, pushed the, the ring throttle for the first time, and, like, a, you know, the car started creeping away, and then I just, like went full throttle just to kind of see what it would do <laughs> and uh honestly the, the car is so good that um you know that was kind of that moment where i'm like yeah i, I missed that and that that was uh it's one of those situations because the thing is once you've driven a ninja car <laughs> in anger for for a while it's um it's hard to get excited by a road car but it uh it worked it did it you know and it's just it was one of those moments where I actually, I stayed full throttle for a while and then I kind of just coasted to kind of just take it all in and, and experience it all. And just, like I said before, just how grateful I am that, you know, Aero could allow me to accelerate a car with, without using my legs was something pretty special. And when we spoke with you at uh, St. Pete back in March, you talked about trying to, you know, spark the nerves in your legs to get them to, to do that. Has there been any improvement that you can report since then? Yeah, there's always there's always steady progress. You know, it's never. Uh, I haven't woken up one day and had this miraculous gain, but I think um, little by little we're getting there. We're getting a little bit stronger. 
um, well, quite a bit stronger, I would say. But uh, in terms of new nerves firing, it's um, it's funny. It's, you, sometimes you don't really notice, but something will be moving, and you're like, when did that start moving? I don't remember that. You know, like a couple months ago, I started gaining some feeling in my like abdominal area, and I just kind of one time just itched my stomach and realized that I felt it, but I just didn't realize. Like, I have no idea how long if it was that day that I noticed it or if it was like been like that for weeks, I don't know. But, uh, but no, I think luckily I, I haven't hit that plateau yet. I'm hoping I never will. Um, and if it, if it does, it's years down the road because there's people that define odds. You know, they always say that, um, nerve regeneration is the first 24 months of, of a spinal cord injury. But then I know speaking to a lot of patients from, from Craig Hospital, where I was rehabbing, the fact that people find their biggest gains four or five years afterwards because they finally start training really hard or they finally get stronger, and you know anything's possible with this injury. So I think it's, uh, you know, it's it's not easy, but hopefully we can keep on, keep on keeping on. Uh, right here, question. Right here, Eric Thomas, Raceline Radio Network. Theoretically, the system that's in the Acura, and maybe it's a question for all three gentlemen, is this adaptable in an IndyCar? I mean, it needs some, some evolution, obviously, but the basic theory of you controlling the car with your hands as opposed to your feet, is this adaptable? Because I think everybody's thinking that. If you're going to get back in a race car, can this thing be adapted for an IndyCar? Well, I'll... Uh, I'll I'll start with the name Sam Schmidt. You know, it's very adaptable. In fact, what we try to do at Arrow is not come up with this complex technology that's not going to be suitable. We're showing off this technology because this technology could be for anybody in the world with Robbie's problem to get back on the road with a car and drive their own life. So that's really what drives us is try to do good. We will continue to develop this all the way back to the IndyCar for Robert, whatever he may need. And there will be certain pressures that I'm sure will be put on IndyCar to allow it to happen. And it's, it's no different than golf or other sports where you've seen uh, people with certain handicaps being able to compete with people that don't have them. And we think this is nothing different. So I'm co totally convinced we can put Robert back in a car. It will be possible for him to drive, and we won't stop until he gets there. Sorry, I didn't see you there, E.T. Sorry, go ahead on the other side. Uh, Rob, so you, you haven't been around this paddock for a long time. You haven't been in IndyCar for a while. But when you go around this track this weekend and even last year at the same time, I was seeing a lot of Robert Wickens hats, a lot of shirts. What does it mean to you to have so much fan support this weekend, last year, just building all that? Were you surprised at this? Um last two questions you guys have been like right under the, the lights so it's like <laughs> can't even see you guys but um it's it's phenomenal i mean the support that i got from this race last year was uh, um a crazy crazy experience you know everyone when i look back on my season like this race was the highlight of my year it wasn't the indy 500 it wasn't my first podium in phoenix it was this one um, just because it was my first home race in 12 years and to get on the podium and to feel a home support again for, for the first time in so long, it was just incredible. And um, 
And then to be honest, since I've been back post-injury, every race I've been to has almost had that same atmosphere. Everyone is just so supportive of me and in my recovery to get back. And the IndyCar fans are, are one of the best in the business and they're so loyal and they're so passionate. I think, you know, like I touched on before, it, it's them that really kind of picked me up on my, on my down days. And being here, seeing so many hats and shirts is, uh, you know, it makes me want to get back. You know, I want, I want those guys to have a reason to wear the shirt, not to, uh, you know, make it a pajama shirt or something. Down in front here. Uh, hello, my name is James Doyle. Now, um, last year this time, you, you beat James. And then in the hospital in wheelchairs, you beat James. And now that you're driving the Arrow NSX, you're ahead of James. Are you ever going to cut the guy some slack? Are you ever going to at least let him tie with you at a, ever? Well, there's no tying in motorsports. <laughs> so. you, you know what I mean. Um, no. Yeah. <laughs> To answer your question, you know, J James and I go back um, a really long time, and it's uh, we've always had that very fun, friendly competition. And I think, you know, there were races last year that he beat me on merit. There was races that I beat him on merit. So I think there was uh, <laughs> there's never uh, we never let each other have something easy. Like I think we actually almost crashed crashed with each other here last year on the first lap, but uh, we got through it. And it was fine. Right. Robert, can you take us through some of the technical challenges of relearning how to drive with, with this, you know, you know, this new way of you driving? Can you tell, take us through a little bit of technical challenges and how much time have you actually had with the car? So we, we were able to do um, a small shakedown up at Canadian Tire Motorsports Park on Wednesday. Um, and then I was able to get 30 minutes on track uh, yesterday afternoon. So... Total, I'm probably, I would say, two hours-ish in, in the car by now. But, uh, so, what was your, what was the first part to that one? One of the technical challenges. What exactly are you doing? Okay, got it. So, basically, with the way the, the ring throttle operates, you, you operate it with the thumb, and you push it into the steering wheel. And um, once I got out there on track, I, there was... There's a lot of problem solving going on that I'm still, to be honest, trying trying to figure it out because it's definitely not second nature by any means. But uh, basically, I originally in my head when I've been thinking about this for hours and hours and hours at night while I was in rehab was I figured I would have throttle on one side, brake on another side, and it was very important to me that my hands can't leave the steering wheel in order to drive an NTT IndyCar because of the steering loads and everything without having power steering in this championship. Um, and so I was always thinking I'd have brake on one side, throttle on the other. And then once I got on track, I quickly realized that I need to be able to access throttle with both hands and access brake with both hands. Because if you're turning right into a corner, and especially in the tight cockpit of an Indy car, um, your bottom hand is pretty handcuffed. You don't have that much availability to grab throttle or grab brake if you need to. So you have to use the hand on the top. And so I was constantly switching between left and right hand when I was driving around. And um, and yeah, and then in this car, because like we said, it's just phase one of the program, we have a, we have a hand brake on the right-hand side. Um, so it was kind of, I was flip-flopping between which hand I was using for throttle and then obviously always using 
um, the breakdown on the right hand side. And the big thing for me was I always wanted to use throttle with the left. So that way I didn't, you know, I wanted to minimize the coasting time before I hit the brakes. So, you know, that's why people left foot brake in Indy cars because, you know, you save that little bit of time before braking. And I was trying to get the same theory accomplished. At the back here. Hi, Robert. Matt Cullen from CBC Radio Canada. Uh, from what you've shown us over social media, your rehabilitation is long. It's painful. You have a lot of time, I imagine, to think. Uh, how much have you thought about uh, what's going to happen on Sunday? Being from Guelph yourself, this is essentially your hometown race. Uh, what will it be like uh, for you to be out there and the ovation that uh, you'll get? Yeah, to be honest, I haven't had that much time to think about this one because it... <laughs> It was put together so last minute. I mean, I've had this dream for so long to to get back, and this was the target, was to get the car ready for Toronto. And it was only fitting that it's the Honda Indy of Toronto, and it just, my home race, it was just kind of the perfect fit. But, uh, you know, I never, I'm always the person that until it's in front of me, I'll believe it when I see it type of thing. And I was trying to keep level-headed in case it didn't happen. I didn't want to be disappointed. But, uh, you know, it's just going to be amazing. You know, I don't really, I don't fully know what to expect, you know, because I think um, I've obviously never been in that position. I've never been one of the cars in the parade lap. I've always been, you know, the race car in the parade lap and not really paying attention to what goes on. I've never had a passenger in a car for a start of a race. So <laughs> that's uh, that's something else that's a little new. So honestly, I think it's going to be incredible. If it's anything what the fans showed me today or what they've been showing me for months over social media, it's going to be... Uh, it's going to be a really cool site. Back corner over here. Uh, Dylan Chenye, SR Motorsport. Robert, obviously Sam Schmidt um, may have some unique experience and understanding of sort of what you've been going through over the last year or so. I'm curious if you could just talk about the relationship that exists between you and the support you've received from him. Yeah, I mean, Sam has been, um, you know, he's been a great person to, to have in my corner through this whole thing. You know, I think, he was very helpful at the beginning stages of the injury, kind of helping um, my family with anything we needed at the start, you know. And when once we were um, put into the hospital, I I wasn't part of it. I was already sleeping. But when they, uh, you know, he was ensuring us that we we had good doctors. And once we got to the rehab phases later on, he kind of was really in depth with what rehab facility would be possibly the, the best one to go to with, with my condition. And it was, um, you know, he, he was just always helping in those kind of ways. And then once we got into the actual rehab of it, you know, our injuries are, are so different, although it's a spinal cord injury, um, you know, the, uh, we just couldn't really relate that much from that point onwards, but he was, uh, he was a great help at the beginning for sure. I might want to add to that because Sam was supposed to be here today, um, also at this event. And uh, Robbie, he, he said to me this morning that he still thinks he's the better driver and is just waiting for you to accept his challenge for a race. Well, I challenged him to a wheelchair race and he turned it down. So <laughs> I think the ball's in his court. <laughs> Another one over here. Uh, Ted, tell us uh, why select the NSX. Uh, Honda makes an accurate make a wide variety of vehicles. Why'd you pick that one? Well, uh, I was the chief engineer of that project, so I just said, yeah, let's use that one. Uh, 
<laughs> but you know, just a little deeper. It's it's just uh, uh, it's an amazing uh, forward-looking product or a forward-looking platform. It 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 is a uh, electrified vehicle, so it has uh, interesting opportunities. I think to be responsive as we move forward to some of these next steps, uh, and. You know, it doesn't matter whether it's an electric motor or an internal combustion motor. It really doesn't matter. Uh, but I do hope that as Robbie uh, really enjoys re relearning how to control a car with, with his hands, I'm sure he's going to realize he's just using different parts of his brain and his body. You know, this man-machine, you know, woman-machine challenge, it's just amazing. And I hope very soon you'll realize that, oh, wow, there's like another layer to this onion and another layer to this onion. So, I mean, he's sitting in between us and he's going to be doing that on the, the control side, but then he's going to start to feel the underlying vehicle dynamics and be excited about that. So I just thought it was a great platform for him to do what he wants to do. Again, it's, it's his desire to get back and be relevant and to grow and challenge himself. And I think what you're going to realize really quick with a little more time in the car, there's just a lot of stuff going on that you can access once you get comfortable with those hand controls. It's just going to be neat to see you peel that onion and cry a little bit along the way. Bruce has one more. Bruce Meyer with NBCSports.com. Uh, you told us in March that uh, you're going to dance at your wedding. Um, how close are you to being able to do that? I haven't haven't practiced since March, but uh, no, we'll we'll see. I mean, I'll definitely. I think, like I said in March, I, I can confidently say I'll be able to stand there. Um, and then, jokingly, like that wouldn't have been much different than if I wasn't injured in the first place. So, <laughs> it uh, no. I mean, hopefully we can we can sway a little bit. You know, she might have to take the lead, and I'll just drag behind her. But we'll uh, we'll figure something out. Up here, in the lights, again. How many parade laps are they going to give you, Rob? Do you know? Um, so I think I'm doing, well, technically, so you go past the start-finish line once. So yeah. it'll be uh, out of the pits, then once past the start-finish line, and then I'll come into the pit lane. So They're, they're going to flag you in. Are you coming in? <laughs> no, you're not, are you? I may not confirm nor deny. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what... That the penalty would be if I just <laughs> if I just kept going. Depends on how much fuel is in the car. We have one more here, and then one more after that. Final two. Uh, Christopher DeHarty, Motorsports Tribune. Robert, uh, IndyCar released an updated spotter's guide with your name and the NSX featured on there with a little message at the bottom. How happy were you to see your name and that car alongside all your fellow competitors? Yeah, that was a, that was a surprise. I wasn't, wasn't expecting that one. And actually, uh, you know, th this, this event, especially being our home race, is always so crazy that I, uh, I personally missed it on, on Twitter. Um, but it wasn't until uh, the team kind of sent me the link and I looked at it and I was like, yeah, it's the spotter guide. Like, I don't get, like, why, why are you sending me the spotter guide? And, uh, and then I kind of looked through it and I saw our NSX there and 
you know, car number six and stuff. And it was, it was really cool. And then I think the message at the bottom was enjoy the parade lap Wiccans. And, uh, yeah, that was, that was a, that was a nice touch. So kudos to, uh, Honda Indy Toronto people and IndyCar for, for, uh, letting me be on there. It was a lot of fun. I'll ask one more and then I think we're, think we're good. Robert, you have used your wedding as targets and you call them finish lines. Have you set one beyond the wedding date for, for the next phase or the next stage? Uh, yeah, hopefully we can, I think the, the target after the wedding is to hopefully have a, uh, trial basis steering wheel set up so I can get on the Honda IndyCar simulator and, and get to work. We're, uh, all excited about uh, that possibility. I want to ask you one other, one other item if I could. Thanks everybody for coming. And Robert, just as we wrap up, can you offer a message to the Honda Indy Toronto fans and the many, many fans that have followed your story? I sure can. Um, no, I mean, from, from the bottom of my heart, everyone that has supported me from before the accident, the people that have uh, been very supportive afterwards. I mean, it's, it's um, like I've been saying a thousand times. It's it's honestly it's it's not just words out of my mouth. It's you guys that when I'm having a bad day, I can uh, almost lean on <laughs> lean on everybody to to help pick me up. And, and it's not just the fans. It's not just the fans here at the Hyundai Toronto. It's it's these two guys sitting next to me. It's the entire Aeroschmidt Peterson team. It's um, a lot of my family, <laughs> a lot of a lot of my fiance Carly. And I think that the biggest thing is. Um, you know, if it, if it wasn't for all the support that I received from everyone, I honestly don't know. Um, looking in now, we're creeping up on 11 months since the accident. I, I don't, I wouldn't want to think what, what I would have been like if I didn't have you guys there because, uh, I feel like I'm being portrayed as this extremely strong and inspirational person, but, um, behind every good person is a, is a great team. And it, and it's not, it's not just me doing it. You know, I, I know, like Carly's picked up a lot of this, a lot of my slack at home because I've just been so focused on rehab. And if uh, if it wasn't for her, the, my rehab would have been affected. And then, you know, if my family wasn't able to um, be as great as they are, you know, I don't know. There's just there's just so many different ways that uh, I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for all the help that I've received and um, letting me be me, basically. You know, and I think. Um, I always need to be in a positive mindset to be happy, and that's been a, a big part of my life from the beginning, and I feed off of other people's energy. So when everyone's giving me all the support and all the positive messages, it does, uh, it does reach me. So thank you all, and uh, hopefully there's a very exciting Honda Indy of Toronto this weekend. Very well said. Thank you. Mike Long from Aero Electronics. Thank you, Ted Claus from Honda Racing HPD. Robert Wickens, thank you for sharing your story, allowing us to share in your journey. We offer you our love, our support to you, to Carly, your whole family. We're inspired by all that you have accomplished and the achievements that are still to come. Thank you so much. Thank you everyone for coming.